What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is Joe Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Tuesday, July 28th, 2020. Hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you are not letting your emotions be swayed by the NFL Top 100. We'll get to that in a second. I do want to start off the show um, kind of thanking people. People. Um, lots of um, just kind of comments or, or questions or wonderments, really. Uh, I've said, you know, a few times over the last couple months, uh, my wife and I and our little pup bear, uh, we moved to West Laco, Texas. I'm originally from the Rio Grande Valley, so we live here now. All moved in, no more boxes, um, just hanging stuff. Um, it's kind of all that's really left. Uh, you know how that goes. But um, Hurricane Hannah did uh, did make its way through uh, through South Texas. We're all fine. Um, appreciate, again, all the, um, the concerns. Uh, got a lot of rain, a lot of wind. It definitely was uh, an interesting weekend um, in, in some capacities. Uh, but so Monday was spent kind of just cleaning up, you know, twigs and, and things that uh, just kind of made their way through. And so as a result, got a little bit delayed, which is why this episode is up um, about an hour after a normally scheduled release. So apologies there. Want to also remind you uh, what we've got going on with our other shows here on the network this week. Uh, Girls Talking Boys yesterday started off our series. We are putting together a massive, uh, massively produced really, 53-man roster uh, across all of our shows. Kelsey and Meg uh, worked on the Cowboys offense line had nine offensive linemen on the 53-man uh, roster that we're building together. Tony Casillas and I, two-time Super Bowl champion, who you can hear every week on the 750. We will work on the defensive line later today on Tuesday, and then we'll go on and on and on throughout the rest of the week on Talking the Star, Broadcasting the Boys, and we'll wrap up, of course, on Girls Talking Boys on Friday. So uh, make sure you subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode of any BTB action. The Cowboys season is uh, kind of just around the corner, we all hope. Uh, and so, um, you know, we're going to have some fun. We're going we're to have fun talking about the Dallas Cowboys this season. I know that uh, there will obviously be, um, you know, some other things to talk about. And uh, we'll do what we can to do that um, in the most fun way possible. And so that kind of brings us to today's news. Um, you know, the Dallas Cowboys rookies, we all know, are under contract at the Star and Frisco. Photos and videos and social media, you know, mashups starting to kind of make their way out. C.D. Lamb was seen in his Dallas Cowboys jersey, Tyler Biotish, Neville Gallimore, etc. Uh, Dallas Cowboys veterans will report today on Tuesday. Um, they will, of course, have to get tested for COVID-19. They'll have to wait and then get tested again 72 hours later. And then after those negative tests are all in, God willing, they can uh, begin strength and conditioning and whatnot. Now, among the veterans present will not be cornerback Maurice Kennedy. Uh, NFL Network's Mike Garofalo reported on Monday that Maurice opted out or is opting out uh, of the 2020 NFL season. You are likely aware that this uh, was an issue between the NFL, the NFLPA over the course of last week as they tried to figure out uh, the most amicable way to move forward throughout the 2020 NFL season. We have seen players in the NBA, the MLB, MLS, across all over, you know, every sports league across the world um, opt out. We, we've seen that. NWSL, uh, PGA Tour players even. Uh, some some European players have not played uh, PGA Tour events. Um, that's not really opting out, but the point is adjusting their schedules and adjusting uh, the way they compete. And, you know, 
people have different situations. People have different sets of circumstances. People have different, um, you know, details in their lives. And so some people opt out, some people don't. Um, obviously, it is up to everyone to figure out what they want to do. Now, NFL players have to decide by August 1st, which is Saturday, whether they want to opt out of the 2020 NFL season. And Maurice Kennedy has decided to opt out. Maurice joined the Cowboys this offseason. He was a free agent addition, somebody who pro football focus loved uh, in terms of their grades. And, you know, it was our suspicion, or at least my suspicion, that Mike McCarthy, who is now analytics god, uh, maybe, you know, maybe saw that, maybe liked what he saw and uh, decided to, you know, kick the tires himself and there were some people that were excited about this um but I, I will say you know the Cowboys cornerback room is is now kind of crowded um sort of in a hurry and and I know that nobody feels really great about it but you think about it the Cowboys have Chidabe Awuze and Jordan Lewis who are both contract year players for what it's worth and uh, are going to in all likelihood be drastically impacted by the financial situation of the NFL next offseason um you've also got and but that goes for Xavier Woods by the way who uh, obviously not a corner cornerback but a safety and also a big brother fan so likely pumped for next week um but so you've got Cheeto, you've got jordan lewis you've got anthony brown who the cowboys brought back this offseason as well uh you had maurice kennedy you have daryl worley who the cowboys added uh late in the game in free agency also you have trevon diggs you have reggie robinson the second and so you have options and that's what i'm saying i mean it was a bit of a crowded room um kind of in a hurry and of course no disrespect to cj goodwin um although you know more of a special teams ace but uh you know hey anything can happen but Maurice Kennedy has opted out. It is a voluntary opt-out, which means he will receive $150,000 uh, as opposed to the high-risk opt-out. Those are, uh, are different parameters, but um, this was to be expected, right, across the entire NFL. I mean, this this was going to happen. I mean, again, players have opted out in other sports um, to this point, and so um, it was only a matter of time until the Dallas Cowboys saw a player opt-out and Maurice Kennedy at this point, the only Cowboy, uh, we're having this conversation very late Monday night. We'll see if uh, the rest of the week brings any other opt-outs. For what it's worth, um, I think the biggest opt-out to this point, just across the National Football League, uh, as I'm recording this, because I did get to the game a little bit later, uh, it is being reported by the Boston Herald that New England Patriots starting right tackle Marcus Cannon has decided to opt out. So definitely uh, the most high-profile opt-out to this point. Obviously, the Patriots are in a very interesting situation this season, given uh, that Tom Brady's gone, given that, you know, Cam Newton. But now uh, now you're suddenly down a right tackle. Um, that is a big time, uh, big time question to figure the answer out to. But if anybody can, it is certainly Bill Belichick. Kind of feels like the Patriots are, um, you know, like I've said many times, I'm a Spurs fan, although I do like the Mavericks. Uh, really enjoyed uh, Monday's conversation with Becca Lawson, Gennaro. Got lots of great comments about that as well. Uh, uh, lots of MFFLs, uh, but kind of feels like, you know, we don't talk about Kawhi, but when, when all that went down, there were a lot of Spurs fans. We all thought, Pop will figure this out. He'll, he'll just figure out how to do this. And it kind of feels like Bill Belichick's being tasked with something very similar. For some reason, I'm way more confident in Bill Belichick than I was in Pop at the time. But, you know, bygones be bygones. Anyway, so uh, Maurice Kennedy opting out. Uh, that is among uh, the news headlines when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. Also, uh, you know, I, I don't know if, if this is news at this point in time. I mean, the, um, the Jamal Adams thing has really kind of 
found a resolution seemingly we talked about this Jamal Adams traded to the Seattle Seahawks over the weekend they are not the Dallas Cowboys but they will host the Dallas Cowboys in week three uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reported on Monday that Jamal Adams reportedly um, hit up some Cowboys players near the trade deadline last season to try to catch the ear of Jerry Jones or Stephen Jones because he wanted to be a Cowboy and that this allegedly upset some Jets players and yeah I could see that upsetting Jets players um I don't know who Jamal reached out to um there's obviously some LSU thoughts there right like maybe Lyle Collins there's the LSU connection there um you know there have been photos of Jamal Adams working out with Xavier Woods maybe it was him maybe he just knows somebody I mean maybe he's he's gotten to know other guys from other NFL events I mean it's hard to know but um Jamal Adams Really wanted to be a Cowboy, and now will be a Seahawk. And so um, that's that. But on the subject of the Cowboys, I promise we won't spend too much time on this subject because, it, look, if you are still putting stock in the NFL Top 100, do not do that. All right? Just do not put stock in the NFL Top 100. It is not a thing. I mean, it's a thing, but it's – yeah. I remember when this first came out circa, what, like 2000 – 11-ish, it was really interesting. And it was really, you know, I remember NFL Network would do the 10 players every week and then they had the reaction show and they would kind of debate it and they would say, you know, there's only six quarterbacks left. And, you know, they tried to figure out who they were. And and if, you know, if there's only six quarterbacks left and, and one, you know, and the six are so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so, that means so-and-so got left out. And I will say at the very beginning of all this, it was fun and there was a novelty to it. Um, but now it is very clear, very obvious that this is just done in a haphazard way. The intent is good, but the result simply is not. Uh, but the NFL um, revealed um, all the way through players number 41 um, on Monday night. And we know of five Dallas Cowboys names on the list. We talked about this on Monday. Jalen Smith coming in at number 88 Tyron Smith coming in at number 78, Zach Martin coming in at number 55, never mind the fact that he came in behind Todd Gurley. Yes, this list believes that Todd Gurley is a better football player than Zach Martin and Tyron Smith, but I digress. Amari Cooper coming in at number 49 and Dak Prescott at 46. Now, um, here's why this list is dumb, all right? Todd Gurley is ranked ahead of Zach Martin and Tyron Smith. That's really dumb, all right? And that's probably more dumb than this dumb thing. But you know why else this list is dumb? Jimmy Garoppolo is ranked ahead of Dak Prescott. That's why this list is dumb. And if you look at it, I saw something on Monday. Um, I think it was the – it, it might have been on the Baltimore Ravens subreddit. Um, and it said the Baltimore Ravens and New Orleans Saints are tied for the most players on the list in 2020. Well, no, duh. The, the way this list works – People like to say it's a popularity contest. It's not a popularity contest. It's just a sample of recency bias. Every NFL player that votes on this, generally, you know, they vote on this in the middle of the season. It's around November-ish, sometimes it's at the Pro Bowl, but it's, you know, the season is fresh on everybody's brain, and so it's, okay, I'm either going to vote for my teammates, or I'm going to vote for my boys, or I'm just going to vote for all the names that I see all the time on all the highlights, et cetera. And sometimes those things kind of are true, right? Like Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes are very good players, certainly deserve to be voted near the top of any list. However, Todd Gurley, really? In, in what universe is Todd Gurley? And look, no offense to Todd Gurley, but in what universe is he 
in the top 51 of NFL players. He's just not. And, and that's why this list is silly. Um, there is one Dallas Cowboy left on the list. Um, and it, again, if you factor in popularity, headlines, you know, the fantasy footballness of it all, it stands to reason that it is going to be Ezekiel Elliott. And again, Zeke is awesome, but is Zeke really the best cowboy on the team? No, he's not. And and that's fine. I mean, and, you know, I, I think there's a case that maybe Zeke is better at his position than maybe any other Cowboys player is. Um, that's a debate I would have, but he's not a better player. And he's certainly not a more valuable player, uh, which is why this list is, um, you know, it is uh, basura. But, hey, uh, that, uh, that about does it for Tuesday's episode of The Ocho. Um, I heard, uh, you know, I heard the ice maker go off. That's why kind of, you know, I didn't know what was happening around me. I, uh, <laughs> the ice maker threw me off, but, uh, I'm just going to leave this part in because, uh, that's how we roll sometimes here on the Ocho. So, uh, yeah, look for the rest of our 53 man roster project, uh, later today on the 7502 times Super Bowl champion, Tony Casillas, and I will put together the defensive line players that we think will make the 53 man roster. Again, if you want to hear the offensive line and how Kelsey and Meg put that together, go check out Monday's episode of Girls Talking Boys. Subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe, leave a rating, write a review. Those things help. Also, do me a favor, have the absolute best Tuesday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.